Hey, what's happening, y'all? Patrick Priest rocking with you today, host of PatCast. And boy, do I have a good one in store for you today. Today, later on in the show, I'll be joined by President-elect Joe Biden. Very excited to have him on. Now, I know it doesn't sound like the most intriguing thing in the world, but I wanted to talk a little bit today about national voting laws, or standards, if you will. Now, before you hit the snooze button on this topic, I want to mention just how relevant it is. It's relevant because of all the events that have taken place in the 2020 election. Now, let me start off by saying I'm not a politician, congressman, political scientist, etc., nor am I well-versed in the understandings of government, democracy, or the Constitution. I'm just a first-year student at the University of Iowa who doesn't know a lot about anything yet. Wish it wasn't the case, but it is, and I know a lot of you are in the same position as well. I'm just like you guys. The only thing we care about most of the time is what we're going to eat, how much sleep we get, and passing our midterms or our finals. If anything, you're tired of hearing about politics. I get it, believe me. I thought personally I'd stop caring about politics after the election results came out. That wasn't the case. After Joe Biden was named presidential-elect, I felt a divide in the country. It quite honestly made me sad. I believe America is at its best when we are a collective unit. Some would argue we've never been one, understandingly. But I thought long and hard about this divide. How can we make sure what happened this election never happens again? That's when this idea of a national voting law came to mind. When I first started thinking about this issue, I didn't know where to begin. I felt like I had a trainload of ideas that were going off the rails. As I mentioned before, I'm no expert, but I did put my pen to paper and did hours of research to become knowledgeable about this idea that I wanted to run with. Well, how did we get to this point? I'm gonna do a little storytelling here. There was lots of buildup for the 2020 election. Joe Biden himself called it the battle for the soul of our nation. Early into election day, Trump took considerable leads in many crucial swing states. Late in the night, the tables turned and Joe Biden gained control. This upset many people. They were confused as to how such a large lead could simply vanish into thin air. A lot of this election was manipulated by the effects of the coronavirus. Biden urged many to stay safe and vote by mail, while Trump instead pushed his followers to get out to the polls. This was part of the reason Trump led early. It takes hardly no time at all to get the in-person ballots counted. Many people don't realize how long it takes for the mail-in ballots to be counted. Apart from waiting for all of them to come in, once these packages actually were received, they had to be ripped open, several barcodes had to be scanned, you have to check systems and make sure no one was voting twice, once in person and once by mail. This really is a time-consuming process. People were also unhappy that voting stopped in some states. Let us all keep in mind that this election was a record-breaking turnout in the midst of a pandemic of all things. Different demographics, such as young Americans, Americans of color, were urged to get out and vote like never before, and boy did they show up big. With all that in mind, of course these poll workers could get a little overwhelmed. If you look back at previous elections, it's completely normal for these to change, or for all the counting not to be finished on election night. The real issue came from how different states decided to handle the election. Some states elected to have longer acceptance dates on the mail-in ballots. Some states gathered ballots earlier than others. Some even started counting and opening earlier. This is why the count differed at times and why there were gaps in states reporting results. This is where many saw room for error, where wrong could be done. This was the beginning of the divide. America voted by 50 sets of rules instead of one. Difference, state by state. We weren't together. States weren't on the same page. Hell, some states weren't even in the same book. That makes for a confusing story, doesn't it? 
That's why you should care about national voting laws. Because the election is less about who won, as opposed to everyone agreeing on who won. Keyword agreeing. You should care because instead of being divided at a time like this, you want to be brought together by certainty. National voting laws can make elections fair and consistent everywhere. There are many different ways to view or solve this election problem. Some would argue there's nothing wrong with our system, that no election is perfect and never has been. I agree that our current voting systems have worked in the past and the current system has played a huge role in our democracy in making sure voices are heard. No one wants to completely dispel this age-old tradition of voting in America, but with technology and mail-in ballots, times are changing. Just because no previous election has been perfect, that does not mean we can't try our hardest to make sure the next one is. Joe Biden has offered up the solution of a federal elections agency to administer national voting standards. This agency will bring back certainty in our elections because it will bring back bipartisan federal oversight that has been severely lacking. This is good for the people of America. This is good for you. Joe, thank you so much for being here today. It's such an honor to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. I'm a huge fan. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. So tell me a little bit more about this elections agency that needs to be put into place. Yes, it is clear that Congress needs to establish a nonpartisan, independent federal elections agency to ensure that the voting process is fair, consistent, secure, and legitimate, from redistricting to registration to voting technology. Someone asked, would this be constitutional? In short, absolutely. Article 1, Section 4 of the Constitution explicitly gives Congress broad powers to make or alter regulations affecting elections. Sounds great, Joe. It really does. But do you think it'll close that divide I mentioned earlier and truly bring Americans together? Yes, absolutely. There are five things I think an election should be. One, elections should be fair. Every person's vote should count the same amount, regardless of their party affiliation, race, gender, or age. To the greatest extent possible, election policy should maximize voter participation, especially among groups that have historically faced disenfranchisement and suppression. Also, elections should be free. Elections should be free from foreign and domestic interference, intimidation, abuse, and fraud. Also, elections should be consistent. Election rules and systems should be consistent so that voters can more easily understand and navigate the voting process. Also, elections should be trustworthy. The results of every federal election should be auditable, and clear remedies should exist when election results are legitimately called into question. And one more thing, elections should be sufficiently funded. The election administrators should have the funding they need to ensure the above principles are met. This federal election agency will make sure elections are all of these things and more by enforcing national voting standards. So what would you say to the people out there that say there's nothing wrong with their current system? The only problem is the Democrat, that they're frauds and cheats and have skewed this election, that bring up numbers such as you winning 212 fewer counties than Obama did in 2012, but gaining 13 million more votes, or these instances of pipe burst, domain failing, polls being covered up, poll watchers being kicked out. What would you have to say to all these outlandish claims? Yeah, my administration has nothing to hide. We have done a great job at being transparent and open to investigation. As you mentioned earlier, no election is perfect, but these events you have mentioned are anomalies and don't have any effect on the outcome of the election. And even more so, that is why this agency needs to be implemented, to, to put people's minds at ease. One last question for you, Joe, before I let you off the hook. 
Some critics would say this proposal is nothing more than a federal power grab, that state and local administrators are perfectly capable of doing their job without interference from Washington. What would you have to say to that? Yeah, many talented and highly capable election administrators have done heroic work this year under nearly impossible circumstances. But a new agency should support them, ensuring they have the resources they need to succeed. And frankly, partisan state legislators, governors, and secretaries of the state are often the ones who make their jobs harder. This agency will be designed to remain nonpartisan and independent, no matter who holds the presidency. Well, thank you, Joe. I really appreciate you being here today, and I wish you nothing but the best of luck during your presidency. Thank you so much for having me. This agency truly sounds like the perfect solution to our problem. It makes voters equal. It gets rid of security challenges. It makes voting easier and less complicated. And it gives much-needed federal oversight to our elections. There will be more voices heard. We will be a better representative democracy, and there will be less questions regarding the validity of the election. It's truly a win-win scenario. Imagine a world where elections were trusted. They felt secure, where everyone trusted the final outcome was the right outcome. This doesn't have to be an out-of-reach utopia. You can make it happen. The most important thing you can do is vote, vote, vote. Keep people in power that fight for integrity, that can put these ideas into reality. It's us versus the clock, and people that want to keep us in the past. Let's fight for tomorrow. Thank you all for listening. Stay safe.